The fact that I'm making an episode on ENTJ itself is very ENTJ. Here we go. Welcome back to Midnight O2 Season Three, Episode Three. This is your host Amy. Today, I'd like to talk about sixteen personalities. And to start this episode up, I'll tell you straight up: I am ENTJ. Like you saw, I'll read a little bit of description about this personality first before I dive in into the details. So, according to the page sixteenpersonalities.com. ENTJ is a commander, and commander is someone with extroverted, intuitive thinking and judging personality traits. They are decisive people who love momentum and accomplishment. They gather information to construct their creative visions, but rarely hesitate for long before acting on them. And this is the description. And then there's this paragraph that I thought was really true. This is what it says. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. And apparently, this is by Steve Jobs. And the page goes on. Writing about commanders are natural-born leaders. People with this personality type embody the gifts of charisma and confidence, and project authority in a way that draws crowds together behind a common goal. However, commanders are also characterized by an often ruthless level of rationality, using their drive, determination, and sharp minds to achieve whatever end they've set for themselves. Perhaps it is best that they make up only three percent of the population, lest they overwhelm the more timid and sensitive personality types that make up much of the rest of the world. But we have commanders to thank for many of the businesses and institutions we take for granted every day. And I read that, and I was like, "Yeah, true. I could be kind of scary sometimes to a lot of people." And then, and then the page goes on. I can just read the titles, okay? So the titles says "Happiness Lies in the Joy of Achievement," and then that's true to me. Go on, and it says "Cultivating the Science of Human Relationships," and the page goes on describing commanders will simply crush the sensitivities of others they view as like lazy or just incompetent. So, to people with the commander personality type. Emotional displays are also displays of weakness. They are displays of weakness, and I read that, and I was like, "Uh, yeah, like kind of." But it's ironic how I'm a writer and I talk publicly about emotions and being vulnerable. So you know how scary and how this is like crazy for me. Okay, and then I'm gonna read on. It says it's easy to make enemies with this approach. So, honestly, I feel like that is true, very true. So I have to constantly remind myself and how I view my emotions and other people's emotions and feelings. So, it's interesting how 
this is very true. And then here are some of the commanders you may know: Steve Jobs, Gordon Ramsay, and Margaret Thatcher, and Franklin D. Roosevelt. Those are the commanders with my personality type ENTJ. So the reason why I want to talk about this today is because I want to tell everybody I am ENTJ and I have feelings. I want to talk about how I face different feelings that I have, and I'm trying to get it over with, like how I am an ENTJ. Okay, so here it goes. So if you are an ENTJ like me, or if you know people with NT type of personalities, you could ask them to try or try these yourselves. So first of all, I'll write down everything I feel and everything I do in a general list, and then from the list that I write down, I'll try to go through them and point out which one makes me happy. And for those that make me happy, I'll write them down on a different list. So when I feel upset or I need something to hold onto, then I go to the happy list and I do every little single thing on it from list number one, point number one to point number two, and I try everything to make myself happy. If it doesn't work, I go through another list until I make it work. Until I try to bring myself back to where I'm supposed to be. That's number one. And number two is I try to collect. Different little things that make me smile on a daily basis. So this sounds crazy, but I actively count them and I try to write everything down, trying to rationalize how I feel and why I feel this way, kind of like that. And number three is I watch my strength and read over reports about myself again and again to find out how to maximize my ability to think and to act on certain actions. So, so as an ENTJ, I'm always looking for ways and finding out the easiest and the shortest way to get to the point, <laughs> like how I'm trying to do this with this episode. I'm trying to rush myself to get to the point. That's just the base foundation of my personality. So when I had mental struggles in the past, I always try to seek help from professionals. I do believe in the professionals, so I. Try to get to the solution, and if I can't, there's no such thing like I can't. So I'm always trying to find out how to fix this, fix that, and there's a solution, and I will go for it without hesitation. And then the next thing is I will try different ways to make myself feel better, like how I go through the list, do different things. If one doesn't work, I jump to the next one, and next one, and next one, just trying to not waste time. That's me. And then so. I've also tried writing down post-it notes to myself when I'm at a better situation or condition. So when I feel worse or experience something upsetting, then I will read them over and over again. And the way I do it is that I tried writing down different things to remind myself, like "You're good enough," "You're okay," and I post them everywhere. For example, like on the mirror, on the table, or in front of the clock, just to remind myself to smile and to slow down. That is so important. Sometimes, as an ENTJ, I forget how to slow down. I forget how to relax. I forget how to smile and to be okay. So I need those constant reminders to myself. And if no one, I'm not expecting anyone to do this for me. <laughs> so I do these for myself when I'm at a better condition. So this is something kind of. 
extreme that I did, but it worked for me. So these are different things that how I deal with feelings because as a human being, we all have feelings. Just just different ways to approach them and different ways to resolve them. So I hope those were helpful. If you're an ENTJ or NT type personality like me, okay. Next up, I like to talk about love life of an ENTJ. So I saw this interesting quote by this person online, and I thought it was really accurate. I wanted to share. The person wrote, "We ENTJs play very hard to get, and will rarely trust anyone enough to date." That and the person we date must prove that they are as intelligent and just as insane as we are, and I was like, right on. That is probably the most accurate description when it comes to ENTJ's love life. I thought myself. I always think as, like, I'm a really crazy person, and my partner, if there is someone like this, has to be. As crazy as I am, and he has to accept, and he has to talk to me in my language, that way. And then I thought I could never meet someone like this, so I I've dated different people, just gone on dates, and then didn't work out. But then I somehow met someone, which is my current partner, and he's just as weird as I am. If you're listening to this. You you agree? I know, <laughs> we're very weird. People said we're really cute, but actually we're just really weird together. And then he's just as insane as I am, so I'm happy about that. And guess what? People online they write about ENTJ's love life, and ENTJ's should always be alone and alone forever, unless they meet an INTP type. And then guess what? I asked my partner. I, I was like, why don't you take this test and find out what you are? And he was an INTP, and I was like, "Wow, no wonder, no wonder it works." And he was like, "Why did you have to go through this test to find out that we are, you know, kind of like meant to be? Because we work out, we're both just logical, <laughs> and we want to solve everything by logic, and it works out. You don't need the test to prove it." And then I was like, "Wow!" And I'm gonna read you. Why ENTJs should find INTPs? Okay. First of all, INTP is another personality type that is called a logician. A logician INTP is someone with the introverted, intuitive thinking and prospecting personality traits. These flexible thinkers enjoy taking an unconventional approach to many aspects of life. They often seek out unlikely paths, mixing willingness. To experiment with personal creativity, so Albert Einstein is classic example of a logician. He said, "Learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning." And then that works perfectly with an ENTJ type like me. So according to personalitypage.com, it says. The ENTJ and INTP match is ideal because it also shares the common intuitive way of looking at the world, and and the page goes on talking about the INTP's natural partner is the ENTJ or the ESTJ because the INTP's dominant function of introverted thinking is best matched with a partner whose personality is dominated by extroverted thinking. So during our discussion, or you know, just time with each other, me as an ENTJ, I will bring out different kind of problems and solutions, or just things that I want to talk about and how I view this world. 
somehow in the middle of the date. And my partner, which is INTP, he would give me different kind of logical explanations. Like we talk about interior design to the world, to the politics, to different kind of things, the structure within. You know this entire mall, shopping mall, a coffee shop, and he'll be like, "Yeah, I think this is why they did that." And here are the possibilities. And I was like, "I think so." You know, it's really cool. And we will be talking about random stuffs like this. And he just gives me enough input, give keeps me thinking and keeps the conversation going. And he has a point sometimes, most of the time actually, <laughs> because he has a point. That's why I'm willing to have a conversation with him. And that's how we interact with each other. If you're wondering, I just think you know we're best friends, and it works out because we have to be best friends in order for me to see him as like a love interest, a a partner. So I'm glad that I was able to find him because people said ENTJ just can't deal with emotions and feelings properly, and as an ENTJ, I find that statement kind of true in a certain extent. And people said when other people are involved in making ENTJ feel a certain way, then ENTJ kind of struggle with empathy for others and tend to ignore their own deep-seated feelings. And that's why I became a writer because of all the overwhelming things that happen that are contradicting to my life and my personality, and my ambitions and my achievements. There's that part of me that is overwhelmed by my own emotions and feelings. And then, Amy found poetry. <laughs> so here I am talking about all these on a podcast publicly. And I found writing, and writing kind of saved me, saved this kind of. Quote unquote dark side of the ENTJ personality type. I don't know for other ENTJs, what do you use to relieve your stress? Because this is a difficult, and as an ENTJ, we want to move on, move on, get to the point, get to the point, solve it, and then this achievement done. Okay, next one. We don't really be in the moment and kind of enjoy everything. We just be like, okay, it's done. So next up. We want challenge, and that's what I look for in a career too. I think this is why a lot of ENTJ personality type of people they're natural born leaders. I say this because I love being on the stage. I love being under the spotlight. I love attention, but I do that doesn't mean that I want like money or reputation or claps or people's attention. I enjoy people's attention because I want to feel like myself under the moment, and that's why I believe I'm an ENTJ and I'm. I'm proud of it. I heard there's only like 0.9 percent of the women in the world that have ENTJ personality. This is already really rare for humans in general, but it's even more rare as a woman having ENTJ personality. And I think ENTJs try to speak everything grammatically correct. This is why I went back and tried to edit different things out whenever I said something wrong, because I cannot forgive myself for doing that. Okay, that explains why I'm here. I also saw this clip on YouTube talking about ENTJ personalities. Yes, I watched them, and then this top comment I had to bring it up because it's someone with ENTJ personality. She wrote, "If you are a true ENTJ watching this, then you probably speed this up by like 1.25 times of the speed." And then I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so accurate!" Because the original video was too slow. And it didn't get to the point enough in time. And we want to do a lot of things. 
And I I, th- I thought that was so accurate. A lot of people like that comment. One of the best comments I've read so far. <laughs> and then when it comes to work, people were like ENTJ's personality type of people. They're gonna walk into an interview and talk to the other person, be like, "You're hired," or "I'm hiring myself." And <laughs> situations like this, I actually have an interesting story to share. I cannot believe I asked this question during an interview to my employer. So this is what I said. I said to my employer after talking to me and having a conversation with me about my abilities and about my resume, everything. Is there anything that gives you a doubt in hiring me to this position? I asked this question, and everybody there just looked at me, be like, "Whoa, you're the first person ever that dares to ask this question." Usually, people are afraid, nervous. And then they asked me. They're like, "Oh, we were confused about this part of your ability." And I was like, "Okay, I could explain it. You know, I could give you more examples." And they said that one got you to the next round and made us memorable. They told me they were like they were really surprised I asked that, but it's in my personality. Another example why I'm ENTJ. So for those who know, I did study abroad in London and Tokyo. And when I went to Tokyo, I went to Waseda University, and I was in this economics class. Everybody was just, you know, listening to the professor talking. And at the end of the class, the professor asked us, "Is there anybody with any questions?" And then, guess what? I raised my hand and I was like, "Professor, I think this statement itself is wrong that you said earlier on. And here are the reasons why. You mentioned X and Y and Z, but I think X and Y and Z are not valid. And this is why. In point one, point two, point three." And then everybody looked at me like, "Oh my gosh, that girl is crazy. She's insane. How could she say that?" And then the professor was looking at me like, "Huh, interesting. What school are you from?" Like she clearly knew that I wasn't from Japan. Cause for those, you know, FYI, you're not supposed to do that if you're like a in a traditional Japanese classroom setting. It's kind of impolite. But I said it in a very polite way and. She knew I was, you know, an American student, but I just thought that, you know, she asked us, "Is there any question?" I decided I wanted to have a conversation with her. Therefore, we ended up talking about different kind of things, passionate debate about economics, and she said, "You know, this is very cool that you're talking to me about this," and I think I scared a lot of Japanese guys away by the fact that I said that in the middle of the class in front of everybody, and then. At the end of the class, the economics professor was like, "You know, this is really cool that you're asking me this, and we are having really cool and fun conversation. You're the first student that ever done this in the middle of the class." And she said, "If I were could, if I could answer your question, I probably wouldn't be here teaching. So it's nice." And people were like, "Did she fail you? Did you fail the class?" No, I didn't. I got a four zero in that class. So I'm happy that it happened, and it does show people like what kind of person I am. You know, I wasn't trying to be cool or arrogant. I just wanted to learn and get to the point. And people ask me why I couldn't wait until after class. For me, because I wanted to know as soon as earlier as possible. Therefore, when she asked if is there any question or things that、I、want to talk about, of course I raised my hand as an instinct, and that's why. <laughs> So that's one of the boldest things that I've ever done in other people's eyes that made an impression, I guess. And 
the cool part of that is I was dressing really like Japanese in like a lace floral pattern dress and I braided my hair I look really like um basically I look like just like an innocent girl and probably would be like quiet and nice and kind and then I spoke up people were like wait something's like off about that combination well that's how people view view me they said I have like different size and different kind of things within my personality that clash but I guess it's all a part of me you know I try to embrace them all that's me okay okay next up I'm going to read interesting facts about the ENTJ type of personality and this is a resource from truty.com okay it says this is the least likely of all types to report stress resulting from work or finances guess what I love working I find everything about working amazing so people call me a little bit of a workaholic people are like Amy what you do on weekends oh I did a bunch of work related things I read emails and I replied emails I drafted different things I updated my resume things like that I actually did and next up it says this is the type among top four types in college GPA <laughs> does that mean yeah, I had a pretty good college GPA, and it says among most likely to stay in college. Yes, this is true, because I love learning, and if I were to win a lottery, I definitely would go back to school and finish like a law degree or a philosophy degree and everything. I would, I actually would. <laughs> and it says personal values include home and family, achievement, creativity, and learning. Yep, right on. That sums it up. And it says overrepresented among MBA students and small business owners. Wow, that is actually my plan. I'm actually thinking about MBA. Ah, <laughs> secret plan. Oh, I just said it out loud. Well, if you're an ENTJ, you're more likely. This is me, okay? I'm telling you, if you are an ENTJ, which I am. You're gonna go out and tell everybody about your plan for the next 10 years and there they'll change and when they change you're gonna have an explanation about why they change and people are gonna be like wow you're crazy and you're gonna be proud and you're gonna say yes i am and then you're gonna continue talking about this is my business plan this is how it's going to work and how i'm gonna make it happen if you do all these you're definitely entj like me okay next up it says one of the two types most likely to be satisfied with their work. That is so true. I love working. I love every single part of my work. So it's amazing. And this page, it says ENTJ hobbies and interests. Popular hobbies for the ENTJs include taking leadership positions in community groups, attending social gatherings or sporting events, and playing competitive sports because ENTJs are so often focused on their careers. They might have few interests outside of work or they may participate in leisure activities that also help to further their careers. That is very true because outside of my work, I still think about my work. So there's really no time for outside of my work. 
I would go on a vacation and still be thinking about my work, and I would be like sitting in a hot tub in like the middle of a hot spring, and I was still thinking about what should I do for the next five years and the business plan and everything. I actually would think through that, but I just cannot stop it, and I like it. So, <laughs> hobbies and interests—it's all like work-related or just leadership positions. Everywhere, anywhere, it satisfies me, makes me happy, and I would do it. I always say like if something makes me happy. And I have the ability to do it, which most of the time I do, and then I would do it. So here I am, and that's why I'm kind of tired a lot of times. So I need to be careful when it comes to health-related. I believe, please, everybody, health is important. I just have to say that. <laughs> so get some sleep, okay? If you're listening to Midnight O Two, that means you probably stay up a lot, like I do. Writing or thinking about business, or thinking about my personality type. <laughs> well, I've shared a lot with you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode, or just understand a little bit more about me and people with ENTJ type of personalities. If you want to find out what your personality is, you could just simply go online and type in sixteenpersonalities.com, and you could take the test for free. And this is not a sponsored post at all. <laughs> okay. Thanks again for listening to Midnight O Two, and this is your host Amy. I hope you liked today's episode about personality, and I will see you next week. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>